Monday afternoon on the muster, catching up now with Penny Simmons, MP from Vicargo, as we catch up on a regular basis here on the program. Penny, how's things? Good, thanks. Good, yeah. And, um, you know, nice to get out and about. It's having two weeks recess, uh, an opportunity to get out and about and talk to people and the things that are important to them. And um, one of the things I've been chatting to a few farmers about uh, lately is removing the ban on gene technology and just just how fast technology and science evolves in agriculture. You know, and that's something we've proudly done as a nation for um, years, you know, being uh, at the forefront of a lot of evolving technology and science. But um, we're really held back by the current legislation. We're miles behind where a lot of our uh, competitor countries are in that we can develop things here, but then we can't uh, use them here. And and, uh, apples is, is one particular one where we've been developing apple varieties, but they have to go to um, America to be grown. Uh, the other one is our seaweed um, that uh, has been grown down here in Bluff uh, at the old Ocean Beach um, freezing works. Yep. It's uh, seaweed that's a methane suppressant and uh, that has to go off to Australia because our legislation is so far behind that we're not able to use these innovations here in, in New Zealand once they're developed here. And that's just crazy because it's not only the, um, the results of those, those innovations being able to benefit other countries, but we're also losing the value, the monetary value of them. So um, that's a really important thing. And of course, you know, if we're going to be expecting farmers to be able to reduce uh, their methane emissions, um, we've got to have the tools for them to be able to do that. So um, it's just a a really important part of the work that we're looking at. And, uh, you know, technology moves so quickly. I was talking again to farmers that are using these halters that... um, you don't have to have fences. You have virtual fences. The halters around the cows stop them going past a certain area where you would normally have a fence. And so all this legislation around requiring uh, waterways to be um, fenced, if you have cows wearing halters that have virtual fences, you don't need to have those uh, waterways fenced. So, you know, we've got to make sure that government legislation keeps up with the technology and the science evolution that's occurring. So, um, yeah, it's just it's it's great getting out and talking to people who are, are utilising these new technologies, and it's it's great to see the difference that it makes in, in farming, and particularly, somewhat sadly, it often means that less staff are needed. Um, uh, the use of the virtual halters. One farm I was talking to, they can have one less staff member. You know, they they meet the cows and at the milking shed. Uh, they don't have to have someone going out bringing them in so you know it's um, it's just this uh, evolution that we have happening always with science and technology around farmers and I think the general public underestimate just how cutting edge some of our farming technology and science is so yeah good good to get out and talk to people and of course I was up in Hamilton where we uh, announced the um, 
third medical school and it's really important to understand that this is absolutely targeted at getting more rural GPs which everyone in Southland knows is an issue. Currently the model that uh, the two medical schools and they are great medical schools in Otago and Auckland but currently only 15%, 15% of their uh, graduates go into being uh, GPs and even less of those go into being rural GPs. So this new model, of and, and it's a well-used model around uh, North America, Canada, Australia, UK, of a uh, compressed uh, medical training for people who have already got a degree uh, and having them spend much of their time in rural hospitals or rural uh, major primary health uh, GP settings. So um, that was pretty exciting and has got to be good for places like Southland. So lots happening. Yeah, we talk about technology and we'll correlate it back to side South Island Dairy event that happened just on a fortnight ago. And this one thing I took away from that event, Penny, was the amount of technology available to farmers in any way, shape or form. And the way that it's constantly evolving, um, you know, we correlate this back to genetics as well. We'd be amiss to let this continue the way it is as far as legislation. Absolutely it would. We're letting other countries benefit from our science and technology rather than our own farmers and that's uh, that's just awful. We've just fallen so far behind uh, not having our, um, our legislation up to date. Yeah, by having two weeks recess, does it just give you a good chance to get out and about in the electorate to see what's going on? Yes, it does. I mean, obviously, I had to go up for the announcement for the medical school because of my tertiary spokesperson role. Yes. But um, I'm pretty focused on making sure I'm in the electorate uh, over this next week and uh, most of last week. So uh, uh, having said that, I do have to go up to Dunedin on Wednesday. But, yeah, it's just, it is, it's a great time to get out and keep your feet on the ground and hear the things that are important and... Um, you know, just talking to a lot of farmers, our um, intention to double the um, REC workers over five years is just going to be so important to farmers. You know, we, we put farmers and farming families under such stress by not having um, a workforce readily available to them. And, you know, how often do we hear that they've had to take someone who's got a drug addiction and the issues that that's caused for them? Um, so, you know, the, it's it's really important to our farmers to have a workforce available that is hardworking and able to keep up with just how sophisticated work is on farms now. We'll just finish with a bit of comment, Penny, regarding the wool and carpet debacle last week um, yeah. that the government announced. Um, this makes zero sense whatsoever. I'm still trying to comprehend it, if I'm honest. Yeah, it's a, it's I just think talks to the silos that occur in government. Um, and, you know, they I guess what they're saying is they're trying to get the best um, deal for the money for the schools. But it was something that I was always mindful of when I was at SIT, that I did uh, get woolen carpets or, at worst, a wool synthetic mix. I never got uh, entirely synthetic. But it was a battle. I had to battle with um, architects and uh, project managers because it did increase the cost of anything that you we're doing. But if you haven't got that affinity to wanting to work with 
um, you know, our, our local farmers, then I guess you don't get engaged in that battle, and that's the problem when it's being run by the ministry out of Wellington. Absolutely. Penny Simmons, always great to chat. Great to talk to you. Penny Simmons, MP from Vicargill. Up next, let's catch up with Mark Delatour. He is Open Country CEO. This is The Muster. Uh-huh.